0: Welcome to Life by Design. On this podcast, we explore ideas on self-improvement and living with intention, amongst other things. My name is Otoa Basibasi, and I am honored to be your host. In my early teens, I became obsessed with personal development as a path to growth, success, and happiness. Today, I am a full stack creative and entrepreneur, using my skills to help people and businesses live up to their potential. And my passion for self-development is still going strong albeit more nuanced. And now I share what I learn as I build a life by design. If there was an overarching theme to all that I do, it would be the art of being, the acts of creating, and the space in between. I have always been interested in how we live, how we create, and how those two things interact with and inform each other. I hope you enjoy the podcast and thank you for listening. Hey there, welcome to the show. Welcome to Life by Design. Um, Welcome to the Wednesday Ramble Show, as I like to call it. Um, Hope you're well. Hope your week has been going great so far. I hope you are blessed and reaching your goals and doing everything that you need to. So without further ado, let's get into it. Today, we are going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about uh, failure. And we are going to talk about creativity and creating constantly. So in the last post, uh, we we spoke about the idea of paying for success with failure. Um, You know, we all want to succeed, right? We all want to do well. We all want to set goals and reach them. We have ideas on where we would like to be. And what we would like to have. You know, as human beings, we are perpetually growing, perpetually moving, we always need to be moving forward. And so the idea of how to succeed is very important to us because if you are not getting the results you seek, that really messes with you. You know, you get angry, you get annoyed, you get depressed, you get frustrated. Frustration being the biggest part of things. But when we are able to succeed, we feel fulfilled, we feel happy. Hopefully um, we feel like we said we did what we set out to do and it's a great space to be in. And the whole journey of life by design and the whole journey of this channel and you know why we talk about these things is to help ourselves grow, help ourselves become better, help ourselves succeed, you know, but you can't get to success without failure. Um, There is just no way. And for some reason, you know, in our, probably in our upbringing sometimes or in our educational backgrounds and, you know, there is a reliance and, you know, the idea of being right, the idea of getting it right on the first try or succeeding sometimes can be placed on the pedestal. And you do not want to fail. You do not want to make a mistake because that would expose you to ridicule, ridicule or expose you to punishment but in a healthy environment we learn that you know you do not get to success without passing through failure there is nothing you learn to do that you get you do it on the first try you need to know how to do it wrong you need to know where you're making your mistakes you need to know where your assumptions are messed up so that you can fix those and then align towards success if you get things right on the first try it's a fluke you don't know all the ways to get it wrong yet And in a way, failure makes us anti-fragile, failure makes us better every time we break because we learn what we did wrong and then we can try again. And that is really just what learning is across the board. In anything you try to learn, you have to reach into this fresh material, into this fresh skill with a blank slate, with an open mind, knowing that you don't know anything and going through the process of failing all the way through to success. And so if we can embrace the idea of failure as part of that process, as, 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 as just entry-level stakes, that we can get a more comfortable relationship with failure, not to be complacent and complicit in it, but to allow it to happen and allow it to do its work, we learn way more from our failures than our successes because they sting and they force us to pay attention and they generally kind of stick Um, so if we embrace that, then we set ourselves up to succeed. We set ourselves up, we set ourselves up to learn, which is the most important thing. And as we learn, we become better. As we learn, we do things differently. We do things more accurately. And eventually we are skilled enough to hit the mark every time, or at least skilled enough to increase our chances of success and that's why i also say like start with doing it badly start with you know just start just get into the game just just start doing stuff just get get things moving and that momentum that action all of that begins to move you forward and you know there's the idea of just focusing on the work just focusing on the day to day focusing on the process as as opposed to the results a lot of times you get too hung up on the results and You know, we are so concerned about just one point in time, one state in time, and not the whole thing, not the whole experience. We're so concerned with the destination and not the entire journey that has taken us there. And to be able to enjoy and make that journey worth it, we absolutely must embrace the idea of getting it wrong sometimes and living through that process and getting through to the other side. So really, just quick idea on 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 success and failure, and kind of dovetails nicely into something I read the other day from Mark Manson about building confidence and the idea that confidence is built when you are comfortable in what you like. So let me try to break down what what he, what he said in his piece um, you know confidence is something that we all know it's important and you know when you're feeling good and when you're feeling secure you know you're able to act different you're able to move different you're able to operate on a different level as opposed to when you're not feeling confident and confidence generally sets up a virtual cycle sets up an updraft sets up um you know a cycle that takes you up and up so you're confident you take action you get success it feeds into your confidence and so on and so forth on the flip side, if you're not confident, you're more prone to making mistakes, you hit failure, and that makes you less confident, and you get trapped in that vicious cycle. But if you ever wanted to make the jump from the vicious cycle to the virtuous cycle, then you have to embrace failure, you have to embrace what you like, and you have to be relaxed in that, and be like, you know what, listen, I'm, I'm crap right now at this, I'm not great at doing this thing, but I am willing and able to learn accept myself as I am, but not as an excuse to not do anything, but as a starting point to take real action. And so in embracing failure, in embracing incompetence, in embracing the insecurity, the thing that makes us feel ashamed, we can be vulnerable enough to move through it, move past it, and move into a deeper place. And that takes a strong ego, I would say, but at least uh, a measured perspective on things. And if we are comfortable in the space, it, it allows us to to do the work and to do the work without pressure. And and that is the second thing I'm gonna to touch into, the idea of being consistent, consistently creative. So during the week I was listening to a, an interview between Steve Stout and Pharrell, Pharrell Williams. I think it was part of steve's um he's got some kind of conference or something going on i believe that's what the the thing was but the link is in the blog post i wrote this week if you want to check it out and he mentioned something he 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 he, he mentioned a, a bunch of things that were just so powerful and tie into things i've heard before and make a great case for the idea of creating constantly So. He was talking to artists in particular and, and saying that, listen, if you find yourself in a crappy contract situation, you can get yourself out of it. You know, don't stop making music and don't try to hold things back. Don't feel like, oh, they're doing me wrong. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold back the music and not give it to them and or whatever it is. It's like, no, man, what you need to do is keep making music. You need to keep that pipeline open. And it, the other stuff you can figure out your way out of, you can even make your way out of it. And so this was his direct quote that I that I transcribed. He said that the universe is a library. All we're doing is checking ideas out. We can pretend, we can be possessive. It was there before us and it will be there after us. We are just checking ideas out. And what you might have checked out on one day might not be what you would check out the next day. So do not make do not, not make the music. When you have a library card that works, you use that card every day. And I like that idea a lot. I like the idea that every day you pull from the creative well you pull something different and if you're in a creative space and if you make stuff you would recognize that to be true that every time you step to the plate you never always really know what ideas are going to come out sometimes when I sit to write I think I'm going to write something and then I end up writing something else or you know the way I used to produce content before is that I step onto the plate clean and you know, whatever was there to be downloaded into my spirit was what I wrote down, whatever was there in my mind that I could put together. That's what I wrote down. And each day it was, each time I stepped to the plate, it was an interesting way to, it was an interesting thing to like figure out what's going to come out today. You know, like what, you don't know, it's like a, it's like a mystery present every single time. And that is really the, the experience of creation. Um, and sure, as as creatives with schedules and people who who have to produce things regularly, we, we create all the systems and products, um, systems and 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 habits and schedules in place to help us have a constant pipeline of ideas. Um, but you get those ideas by getting into the creative space itself, by sitting down and doing the work. And um, I'm sure Stephen Pressfield has talked about it in you know in his in his work in his book The Work of the War of Art, and he speaks of being pro. The idea of being a professional about what you're doing and stepping to the plate you know consistently every time every weekday whatever your schedule is and the fact that you want to you want the muse to find you working you know we cannot control inspiration we can't control what days the breakthrough would come on but we can make sure that we are ready we can make sure that we are there we can make sure that we are actually working so when the skies open and lightning strikes, we are there with a bottle ready to capture it, capture that lightning in a bottle. Um, and I think that's a powerful thing. And, you know, I mean, in this whole space and playing against idea, ideas, obviously, there's, there's the counter opposite to it. You don't, if you work consistently and all the time without rest, without, without respecting the cycle, then obviously you empty out the well. And then now you have to go fallow. Now you have to do nothing for a while. Now you have to rest. But, you know, balancing that against the idea of a practice, I, I, you know, the idea that once a week, once a day, once in however long that I am, you know, paying for the discipline, I am sitting down to do the work. And in making sure we're showing up consistently, we increase the chances that something life-changing will happen. There is the idea that when it comes to what we do, that the work is ours and the results belong to God, which means that what you can control is the work you can control showing up. You, know? you can control waking up and sitting at your desk every day at nine and putting in an hour of writing or creating or designing or whatever it is that you're doing. We can do that. And that is our privilege. That is our right. That is the, that is the chance we get the opportunity to make something. What comes out, what we are blessed with, the product at the end of the day, the thing, the impact that it has, the insight, the resolution, the connection, the resonance, all of that belongs to God. All of that belongs to the higher power, to, to the universe, to the whim of creation. We are often so bad at saying what of ours is good or bad. Sometimes I write something and I think it's not great and people absolutely love it. Sometimes I put out something that I think is the most amazing thing in the world and people can't stand it. That part belongs to God. What we have to do is show up and do the work and let what happens, happens. We have to trust that process. And as we trust and as we stay in the game and as we do things, you know, the more opportunities we get to tap into something great. And that is the case for creating constantly. That's the case for always being in the game. And I mean, even today, right now, recording this, I am tired. I haven't felt too great, and I felt like I didn't really want to do this. But I sat down and I've done it, and it's felt fine enough, maybe even better than before. But that is the work, that's the discipline, that's what we need to do. And there's a couple of things that making things often will, will do for us. Um, outside everything that I've spoken about. There's just certain benefits of always being in the game. For one, it is, at the end of the day, a practice. You know, it gives us the chance to to get better at what we do, to, get, to find new shortcuts or new efficiencies, to find new nuances or depth to what we do, to layer in more ideas or more levels of experience we are every time we work every time we step up to the plate and sit at the desk we keep our skills alive and active i have seen it in my life when i have gone for times without writing it gets hard trying to get back into writing it gets hard getting back into the creative space if you don't stay warmed up and so having the schedule and creating often allows us to, that, that chance to stay practicing and keep keep at it it also allows us to stay warm. And by warm, I mean warm, warmed up. You know, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. If you're always working, you're always immersed in what you're doing. You, you know, you are, you are primed, you know. When I design, I often have to prime myself first by looking at inspiration, by looking at the greats, by looking at things that are good and interesting and putting myself in that mental state to be able to create things like that. And the same thing when we are practicing, when I, the more I write, the more I'm able to write. You know, the more I design, the more I'm able to design. I'm warm, I'm warmed up, I'm, I'm active, I am connected, I am playing with the ideas, I'm, I'm making prototypes, I am, I am moving things around so when the inspiration comes, when the breakthrough comes, I'm already warmed up, I'm ready to go, I can, I can, I can get it done and get it done quickly. You know, it's like staying physically fit, staying creatively fit. You know, you stay warmed up, you stay ready to go and you can do it. The third thing it does for us is that it helps us to make, you know, it allows us to make more happy accidents. There's so many things in the world that happen by chance, the creation of penicillin, um, you know, many other events and inventions and things happened because the person was trying to do thing a and then ended up by thing x and found something amazing that changed their lives and we never know like you, you you try to make a brush stroke but it does something else and but now this thing is a frankenstein but it still looks great and it's his own thing now and it takes you down a whole new direction and that happens when we are in the space for creating when we allow to be allow, allow ourselves to be playful and you know just have fun with it we get the chances to make many happy accidents and make many interesting things and that just opens up the chance for something we make to change our lives and change the lives of the people around us that to be our contribution into the world and that you know is the essence of the concept of creating constantly and sure like i have said it's a balance between two things it's a balance between the practice and rest between activity and recovery because all those things are important for a full productive and impactful creative life and you know as we go on with our week and with our months and with our lives I would encourage us to to take that to to look at whatever we're doing and allow ourselves to embrace failure to embrace getting it wrong And have that as a foundation of learning and improving and whatever we choose to do whatever activity whatever creative path whatever productive path that we allow ourselves the chance to do it regularly to have a kind of schedule for it or kind of routine for it and give ourselves the chance to tap into something brilliant to connect with something great by doing the work by making sure that the muse finds us ready i hope you enjoyed that episode Um, if you want more feel free to check out other episodes on the podcast or you know check out my website as well Otovaccibarc.com, that's O-T-O-A-B-A-S-I-B-A-S-S-E-Y.com. Um, there's hundreds of blog posts on there. Um, have got playlists on there, um, as well as you know, video interviews and books that I wrote as well. You know, so just check out what I'm into, check out what I do, and there's probably something in there that will give you value as well. Once again, thank you for listening, and I'll check you on the next episode.